Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Predetermined, a pro wrestling hangout. I'm your host, Garrett Callender, and with me as always, a man who I'm pretty confident would actually betray me and be best friends with Kevin Owens instead, given the opportunity. Maybe come back later and we'd be best friends in the end, but he would betray me. Derek Halpin. Is that something that you would actually blame me for? No, and the thing is, like I'm saying now, I'm already <laughs> expecting it. It's just good storytelling, man. It's you it know, gives us a nice arc. Yeah, when I come out to save you because he betrays you, and it turns out I was really your friend the whole time. And then we hug. Yeah, we'll hug. And then we'll and probably weeps. you know beat the shit out of him or something. Yeah. That's a good story. Yeah. We got a good show today. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. We're here to give you a... Uh, <laughs> we're going into bonus zone. Remember last bonus time? Bonus zone, how we dark about match. Whatever you want to call it, bonus zone. Either way, we just finished watching the Fastlane pay-per-view. Uh, we're going to give you a quick little, not necessarily a recap, just kind of give our thoughts on it. You ready to we're do gonna this, We're going to review Derek? this show. Yeah, let's do this shit, man. All right. Hit our goddamn music. So that was, uh, I think a lot of people are going to be surprised um, by what they saw tonight. I think a lot of people will anyway. But um, yeah, that was a fun show. That really was. I That com- really caught me off guard. Well, here's the thing. Um, I'd, I'd seen some interaction earlier. I think a lot of people are kind of in agreement that some of the writing on SmackDown hasn't been great the last couple months. And that's completely justified thinking. But... I, I was arguing that the card itself, I thought for tonight was fine because a lot of the matchups were going to be matchups that produced produced like a good show. So, <sighs> and we they had, did. I had fun. And, yeah, you know, we typically record this show on Tuesday right after SmackDown, and, and I don't get a chance to see it, uh, so I haven't really been watching. But what I had seen, you know, just from the YouTube clips and everything, nothing was really grabbing me. But I feel like that wasn't the case tonight. I feel like, you know, we got really good in-ring work and just showing what they had shown, you know, the video packages before it, it kind of sucked me in. I thought there was some good storytelling tonight, too, especially setting up into Mania. And there was a bombshell drop tonight, which we'll get to here in a little bit. But let's start with the opening match. Let's, uh, we started with Rusev versus Nakamura. Good match. Um, it, I had no idea. Like, I know we had been talking quite a bit about Rusev Day. And I knew that Rusev Day was over. I had no clue. Yeah, man. That it was the way it is. Like, that place was cheering for him like he should be in the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, he's been getting that kind of reaction for a while. I mean, he's been getting Rusev Day chants at Raw shows. So, I mean, no, the, uh, here's, here was what was fun about this match to me. Nakamura wins the Royal Rumble. He's, he's pretty over with the crowd. He's going on to the main event at WrestleMania, so he's going to get a strong reaction from, from the audience in attendance. And Rusev is over. And Aiden English comes out to start the match, and he, um, he cuts this amazing promo where he sings, calls Columbus a crappy town to be in, and Rusev comes out. <laughs> he rapped. He did rap and sing. He, it wasn't all opera tonight. No. So uh, 
this was a great opening match. This was a great way to kick off the pay-per-view. And uh, I don't know, man. It was cool seeing two guys who are going two completely different directions still getting really strong reactions on both sides. Like, both guys were over, and the fans were really into it. Yeah, and I feel like, I don't know, would you say that there's been, like, a while where Nakamura hasn't been having the best matches or the most exciting matches? I don't know. I've seen Nakamura have some matches um, with, like, a bunch of different guys that I thought he had actually decent chemistry with, and Corbin was one of those guys. Um, was surprised with how good a chemistry he had with Rusev. That's um, what I'm saying. I really thought I liked the match a lot. I thought there was a lot of good work in it. Um, did you like the Kinshasa to the back of the head to set up the finish? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> no, the oh, uh, uh, fucking Rusev about kicked his head off. That was my favorite. <laughs> I'm opening up my notes right now because I was just I was trying to remember what the best part of that was. It was that what's Rusev's kick called? The I don't know the Bulgarian. The, something. It's like the. I feel like I'm just gonna say a Bulgarian word wrong, but either way, he kicked. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking kicked Nakamura's head off, and he just pretty much landed right on top of his head. Right. Yeah, they had me. They had me in a couple spots in that that match, making me wonder if in a match that really didn't mean anything. If they would just randomly put Rusev over, well, there was <laughs> like part, I, there was part of me that that I was like, well, maybe it's gonna happen, and I think that was kind of the fun part of tonight's show is there were definitely moments where I I went into this pay per view thinking I knew how every match was gonna end, and not they the did case. a good job of making me not you know second guess myself. Right. Um. So Nakamura hits the uh, Kinshasa to the back ahead, sets up the other Kinshasa from the front side, and pins Rusev. And that's how the uh, pay-per-view kicks off with a great match. And then we followed it up with United States champion Bobby Roode against RKO. What would you think of this one, man? It Honestly, it's two guys who I don't think normally have very exciting matches. And they had a match that I would have expected those two to have. Yeah, that was kind of, that is I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of either of these guys. I well, here's the thing. I feel neither bad am I. Well, here's the thing. I, I do like I like some of Bobby Roode's work. Um, this match, I thought, started off kind of slow. I did think it picked up about halfway through, which I think is what they were going for. And I, I think I popped a little bit because I, I honestly wasn't expecting them to give the United States championship to Orton, at least in this match. See, and there was part of me that was like, well, it is Randy Orton. He doesn't have anything to do at WrestleMania. He's probably walking in there with that title. Possibly. Because had, they had gender looming in the back, and he's been kind of like a, a weird element to this from the beginning. And clearly it looks like they're going to go with the triple threat at WrestleMania, which is fine. Um, I, I guess if, I, if Orton was going to win it, I guess my... my mindset was that he was going to do it at mania and uh turns out no he ended up uh, hitting the rko out of nowhere and he wins the belt tonight so i don't know wouldn't you rather have bobby Roode get it back at wrestlemania so you can have the entire uh stadium singing his theme song possibly because i feel like a bit i mean his whole thing is his theme song kind of like yeah ty dillinger is the number 10 he is that song yeah i mean um I don't know. There were times where I was watching. I know, again, we, we shouldn't have to stress the fact that not, neither of us have ever worked before. 
But there were moments in the match where I did get frustrated because I felt like they needed to pick up the pace because they lost the crowd a couple times early when they were just exchanging holds. It ended up paying off a little bit because, like I said, I thought it picked up, and then I, I thought that the finish was cool. Everyone popped for it. Everyone was pretty excited, and Orton's never held the U.S. title before, so maybe they are setting up for Bobby Roode getting him back at WrestleMania. But either way, I th- I was I was a fan of the match. Uh, you not so much, I guess. I mean, you know, eventually I'll have to come back and say something nice about Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this week. Yeah. Uh there are a lot of new listeners, just so you know. At the end of every episode, we say something nice about somebody we've been harsh to. And I've definitely been harsh on uh, Randy Orton in the past here. So you're previewing a future a future compliment? I'm saying on Thursday, you're probably going to hear me say something nice about <laughs> Randy Orton. And it's so going to be, be hard. The guy you better vape. be sure to listen. <laughs> Dude vapes like a champ. <laughs> You've seen the video. You have you seen the video footage of Orton outside of a outside of shows bumming cigarettes off of uh, fans? Yes, I love that. He seems like a <laughs> Parliament man. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so Orton hits the RKO out of nowhere, wins the U.S. title, and then we move on to the third match of the night, which was a uh, tag team match between the women. What'd you think of this one? Tag match, but oh my god, I forgot about this match. This <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, who? Did, okay. Yeah, it was good. It's fine. <laughs> Becky Lynch and Naomi took on uh, Natalia and Carmella. Actually, I thought this was the worst match of the night. Um, I didn't really. They, I don't feel like they ever really had the crowd. Um, I don't know. People. I think people were just kind of like, yeah, whatever. If you're wondering where my head was at during this match, there was a stray cat outside my door, and I let it in. And I spent what? a good deal of that match chasing that cat around my apartment. <laughs> Why did you let a stray cat inside of your home? I, you know, it wanted in, man, and the match just wasn't grabbing me. <laughs> <laughs> so you just, I'll just have some chaos in here. I thought, How'd uh, your cat react? I thought Becky looked pretty cool in her flame clothes. Yeah, I, I, I pointed this out um, when I saw, she was wearing something different. So, uh, yeah. I like when everybody tries something different for the first time, or at least just Becky and Seth Rollins. You go with flames. Just see how it goes. See see how see how the fire, you know, affects the crowd. But uh, I I mean, do you even remember who won? Yeah, it was the uh, it was Natalia and and uh, Miss Money in the Bank, Carmella. Carmella, yeah. There were see that was like a match that that was kind of what I thought the whole pay per view was going to be like. It was just blah because they just didn't have a lot going on. I thought, but then we came to the next match, uh, New Day versus Usos. I really like because I, I did watch last week the promo that they cut on each other. Mm-hmm. Is it time for Big E to get a title run yet? Do you think so? I mean, I I got to watch Big E have some singles titles runs. That was like when he was doing the U.S. champ thing, right? I think he was Intercontinental champ too. Well, don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where you would put him right now, but I feel like he's ready to come back. Like he can still be part of New Day, but have them do the tag belts and him have a different belt. You think that they could start acting like an actual stable to where they could have the tag belts and a single title? I don't know. When they were talking tough, I really believe Big E seemed badass in that moment. <laughs> that was the first time that I was like, let's get it. Let's Come on. I'm ready to see him start like fighting Jinder Mahal or something. That's the crazy thing. All three members of New Day are actually pretty decent on the mic. No, they're all great. I mean, obviously, what is one of the reasons that their, their charisma is a huge reason they're so popular, but... Uh, yeah. 
No, I mean, it's possible. But uh, here's the thing. Okay, so when a lot of people were, were, were kind of bitching about not being excited for Fastlane, I looked at a match like this, and I was like, why? Because these guys have been wrestling a lot over the last year. They had that really long rivalry. What was that over this the, this past summer? And they've been definitely two teams that are just go-tos for good matches against each sure. other. Sure. So it's fun to watch. And... um. I, I mean, I guess some of the finish I kind of saw coming, if you want to call it the finish. Um, what, Xavier but, Woods' goddamn head falling off? Uh, that was a nasty yeah. bump, or at least it felt like it to me. Maybe I got super worked, but uh, where he hit just looked so painful to me. Well, I, I had a lot of fun watching the guys. They were doing each other's finishers and uh, signature moves and whatnot to oh, each other. And then we kind of so. had a super kick party there for a minute. Yeah, we did, from the New Day. It was a lot, I had fun with this one. And then out of nowhere, you got the, the up-and-coming Bludgeon Brothers getting involved. Which, and, uh, which Rowan hit Big E so hard that I almost <laughs> forgot his, about his WrestleMania defeat for just a second. Oh, yeah. is that all you think of when you see Rowan? Yeah. <laughs> is, is The Rock beating him in three seconds? Yeah, because he's, he's a loser. Losers lose in three Rowan. seconds. He's a bludgeon brother. He has a mallet. Yeah, but, oh, now he's a bludgeon brother. And, okay, can you explain to me their story? No. I know you can't. Like, what do, the, what do these guys, like, why do they like wrestling? Because it seemed like what they came in and did was illegal. Well, let's, let's be fair to, to this, which is that they're still using the same names they were using when they were in the Wyatt family. So presumably they're the same guys. They just went off on their own. And, they're like, and you found know what? a we, couple we, hammers. We need a new thing. <laughs> and, and wrestling and wrestling gear, yeah. which they had I, previously not been wearing. There's just a moment in that when uh, one of them was going to legit squish Jimmy Uso's head with a mallet. <laughs> But he moved just in time, and they got to just walk out of the arena like they didn't commit a crime. <laughs> it's pro wrestling, man. It's predetermined. I understand that, but you can't tell me it's <laughs> predetermined that two madmen came down there with hammers. <laughs> and are hit. You don't real. hit people with hammers. Yeah, you do. I mean, Triple, Triple H, H made a career out of it. Yeah, but, you know, not he never overhanded it. <laughs> It never succeeded. <laughs> you sure? Have you have you scoured the bowels of the WWE network and proven that that's not the case? No, somebody's going to send me a clip and prove that I'm wrong. Uh, here's a clip of Triple H doing things with a hammer that you wouldn't believe. Thanks, yeah. asshole. I feel <laughs> sad now. So yeah, I guess Bludgeon Brothers come out, they create chaos, they attack both teams, lay them out with the steps and... Man, they, I mean, they. Have, the cool thing is, even though this was a DQ finish, and there wasn't like a like a winner or loser here, um, there were some cool spots here when they were messing everybody up. Oh yeah, they were. Like I said, they were hitting very hard. This was a new version of them that got me, you know, more excited to see them have a big match. Because so far, what have they just kind of been moving through jobbers and then like maybe the hype bros at some point, you know? Well, yeah, that's Breeze kind Dango. of the thing. The, the, I, I here's okay. So w quick tangent because this is what we do on this show. Um, there's a lot of fans who like they prefer the slow build, um, for a feud or for stuff in wrestling, and they like it to drag out over some time and, and really work towards something. But the Bludgeon Brothers have been squashing jobbers and not really doing anything else. I mean, that's been their whole thing on the show for, like, months. We, yeah, this Ever was the first time debuted. we had seen them even hit anyone that mattered. 
Right. Correct. And so I think people have been ready for it for a while. So I don't know. There, there was some impact tonight in them finally getting involved in the scene. And it, do you, I mean, just like the gender Mahal, Bobby Roode, Randy Orton situation, it looks like this is setting up for a potential triple threat tag team <laughs> match at WrestleMania. This is just going to be a triple threat WrestleMania. Yeah. Like they're just going to yeah, have to like, well, we have all these fucking people. And I if, saw a, tw- I saw a tweet from somebody online. They were like, there, there's going to be so many triple threats at WrestleMania. They might as well call it menage mania. <laughs> <laughs> I, I so, know the last time I was in new Orleans, I walked by and somebody's like, do you want to come into this room and watch people have sex? Wow. I didn't go. You didn't go. Yeah. Because whoever was in that room having sex, I promise you, I didn't want to see it. You don't know that. There's a guy out there with a like a sandwich board trying to get me to go watch it. You can't tell me that there's really a good show in there. Is Papa Shango from New Orleans? I mean, you would be led to believe that. Is he going to make an appearance? Is Bray Wyatt from New, the New Orleans area, or is he from Florida? I mean, I'm not talking to the, the, the guy who plays Bray Wyatt. I mean, the You're character. You're talking about the son of the IRS, man. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm saying... What kind of wrestlers could you run into in New Orleans that would proposition you for sex in a hotel room? That's what I'm asking you. On the current roster. Well, all time. Oh, just like oh, that's why guy? I brought up Papa Shango because that's that's some that's some old school stuff. Well, I mean, I saw somebody uh <laughs> with a sign in the crowd tonight that said "Sad Virgil," so maybe Virgil. Maybe. Have you ever? Do you know what they're talking about? Like all those? You ever see the pictures of just Virgil sitting alone at his merch table? Oh yeah, hands? it's a meme. It is. Yeah, he Virgil got memed. <laughs> What's funny is he's hilarious on social media. Oh, I what did I see him right tonight. He, I think he said, he, "Fuck." Iron Sheik retweeted it. It was something. I don't know. Just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, after the Bludgeon Brothers kind of mess everything up, then uh, they they aired a, what, a couple video packages for something, and then they cut into the uh, women's championship match between Charlotte and Ruby Riot. I really and liked the, I really like Ruby Riot. Do you? You a Ruby Riot fan? I am. I really liked, uh, I don't know, I've been wa- going back and watching a lot of intergender wrestling lately, and she's somebody that you see pop up in there a lot. So when right. I see Ruby Riot in the ring, it gives me hope for somebody like Candace to be able to make it all the way up there. Yeah, I don't think Candace is going to have an issue getting there. But, uh, but as, uh, as I was watching this match, I was really enjoying this. I don't know. I feel like I hadn't fully enjoyed the Riot Squad yet, but I think between following them all on Instagram makes them so much more likable. I thought that tonight was kind of like like their best moment since they've been on the main roster, right? Like... It kind of built, I mean, I, I know this is fast lane and WrestleMania is, you know, what, a month away or whatever, but I don't know. The Riot Squad kind of peaked tonight. Oh, I, I Be- think so, too. I think it actually made them look like a threat. Yeah. Or made and, her, and made like, r- it was a very hard-hitting match. Uh, it was just, you know, it was a really good Charlotte match. They found somebody who could, you know, work well with Charlotte again. They did the fun spot in the match where you, they take uh, each person's allies outside the ring and the ref tosses both of them out and then they go into the finish and uh, Charlotte Flair locks in the uh, figure eight on Ruby Riot and she immediately taps out and Charlotte retains, but that's not the best part. 
What's the best part? Oh, the best part was the uh, the ref. And the that, ref? Yeah, he was fucking mad at everybody. Dude was beat red, had that that crew cut. He looked like uh he looked like Quit a teasing PE the people teacher. And tell him the best part. You know the best part. Oh, not the ref. Oh, you mean when Asuka came out? Yes. And like I went fucking crazy. I was I was I was setting you up for the reveal. I thought you were watching too, like, God damn, this ref is just yelling at everybody. Like when Char- when uh, Ruby was trying to get Charlotte to tap out, she had was her it by Kyoto? the throat and he, he, which ref was it? Mike Kyoto? Was it Mike Kyoto? Yeah, I think yeah, it was. He was just like, Charlotte, are you done? Are you done? I'm like, Jesus, why are you screaming at her, man? Like you're not supposed to yell at a woman like that. He yelled at every lady there. Like he was just he's like there's too many ladies out here. I'm not Get them all it. out. Get them out. Everyone everyone's gone. So, so yeah. Charlotte wins and then boom, the uh, bombshell of the night for the pay-per-view is uh you hear Asuka's music and Asuka comes out of the ring and has her moment with Charlotte Flair in the middle of the ring. She uh, points up at the WrestleMania sign, and I think Charlotte yells or something, and that looks like what we're going to get. It That really is a dream match. This is something I really, really want, and something that actually feels like a huge WrestleMania match. Yeah, I mean, I, here's the thing. They, they've they had me convinced for a couple weeks that they're actually going to stick with Asuka versus Alexa Bliss. I was so sad about it, too, but just... Trying to be like, all right, well, Charlotte's going to do something good. (laughs) Yeah, no, there was a void there for the longest time about what Charlotte was going to do at WrestleMania. And then the moment she beats Ruby Riot, you think that even more. Um, And then when Asuka comes down, you're like, oh, fuck, we're getting that dream max. A dream match, which actually it makes you wonder what what's going to open up for Alexa. If they're going to do Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax or something. Yeah, I mean, that would make the most sense, right? Because they've had this whole I'm your friend, but I'm not really your friend story going on for, what, months? Like a year almost? And hopefully they get their own singles match. But I would yeah. also like Bailey and uh, Sasha to have. There's just too many matches this year, man. Yeah. But again, like we were having this conversation through text messages the other day. They've got six freaking hours. They can, If they really wanted to, they could give you everything you wanted. As long as The Rock isn't here this year, we got time. <laughs> I, if they couldn't get The Rock for the Rousey stuff, I doubt he'll be there. He's like, I couldn't make it for the match, man, but I'm going to walk down this ramp for 45 minutes and the just really like, milk the crowd. He's like, is Eric Rowan going to be there? No. And Rowan's just like, no, man, I just took Biggie's head off. Oh, and Come on, man. Get I'm out just there. getting my new gimmick over. Rowan, here. get out there. <laughs> He's like, but I don't want to lose to Dwayne. Put the mask on. It'll look hilarious when he rock bottoms you and the mask flies off. Damn it, Rowan. Give me the hammer. (laughs) Is this Vince? Give me the hammer. Vince Vince is just shoving Eric Rowan out the curtain at WrestleMania. (laughs) And he just sulks down the ramp to get his ass kicked. (laughs) (laughs) So... No, I'm I'm act I'm I'm a hundred percent with you, man. Like I'm really looking forward to Charlotte Oscar because they are awesome, and uh, it's little known fact. This is the first time since uh, WrestleMania twenty where the the winner of the Royal Rumble has used the Royal Rumble victory to hop shows. Oh shit! And that was Chris Benoit was the last guy to do that. He jumped from SmackDown to Raw to challenge Triple H and Shawn Michaels. So He's always breaking barriers, that guy. So th- I mean, let's just talk about for a minute. This was a great surprise. 
Um, I hadn't heard anything about this. I know people had been hoping for it, but I didn't hear any spoilers or rumors. Honestly, it had just gotten to be something that I kind of let go in my head. Like, yeah. it's almost like they let me forget about it. Well, they did a good job of covering it up. And uh, no, they, so... they really did, because I'm trying to think back to the last few manias that I've been to. And if there were actually any single matches, like there were matches I was excited for, but like a match in my head that I'm like, this is a match I really, really want to see. And I feel like this is maybe one of the first matches at a WrestleMania that I'll have been at that I'm like, that's, that's what I'm there for. So would you, is, is it fair to say this is like, like a, a dream women's match that's happening at WrestleMania? I think so. I think they both have the best stories. Like they've built Charlotte up as, you know, this unstoppable force, but Asuka is actually an unstoppable force. You know, finally meeting, see what happens. I still uh I'm going to maintain my uh, my conspiracy theory that I think the Asuka streak's going to come to end at WrestleMania. You really think that Charlotte's going to going to put her down? No, I don't. I think Asuka's going to beat Charlotte. And I think Carmelo's going to cash in immediately. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Because that's the, in my opinion, that is the best way to end that streak in a dramatic way. Because it protects Asuka. It doesn't make it look like she just got straight up beat. Like, like it's, a, it's, it's, it's a total heel move for Carmelo to come down, whack her across the back of the head with the briefcase right after she wins the title. This is, this is her version of Bill Goldberg getting tasered. Yep. I think, yeah, yep. that, that would be pretty good. And the crowd would and, be bummed. And it's like, it's a thing where the streak is gone, but you never feel like it actually ended. Right. Well, uh, plus it's, it's a story. It's the, because you could argue that out of, if you take away Lana, Carmella's probably out of all the women on the main roster, she's booked the weakest, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. She's one so, that is just in my head, the first rematch she has with Asuka, she's getting her head kicked off. Right. But well, maybe I'm wrong, you know? I mean, to me, like, it's just a situation here where it would be really interesting to see someone who's been booked the weakest, somebody who's clearly like a sniveling heel character, come and steal the streak and the title in that spot. Because essentially, Asuka and Charlotte are going to tear it down. and oh, everyone, that's going like, to be insane. So, I mean, and, and uh, that's another match on that card that you could argue has a shot at being match of the night. Oh, easily. And I hope yeah. they get it. I hope they actually give it a good spot. Yeah. I mean, honestly, me, it should be in the final three. Oh, for sure. For sure. I, when do you think we'll actually see the women main event of WrestleMania? Do you I think know. that's in the future? Maybe one day, but I, I can't imagine if, if it's not this one, it's hard to imagine unless it's, unless Ronda Rousey rises through the ranks and, and then next year we end up with Charlotte Ronda. That or Charlotte Asuka. Or sorry, Rhonda Asuka. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Either of those. Yeah. I don't know. Let's we'll we'll so, we'll wait and see, guys. So speaking of dream matches, and then the next thing we get some we get some clarity on the WWE championship match because uh, AJ Styles ends up retaining and uh we're gonna get Shinsuke Nakamura against AJ Styles. There I mean, I really thought there was a little bit where they might take this away from us. Oh, me too. And um, they still could. That's the scary thing. Is that at any like, what do we have? Like three more SmackDowns. We got a few SmackDowns, and but here's the thing. I don't know, man. I I think they 
it was to me everyone was predicting Styles to win, but just like you said, they did a good job tonight in the moment of making you wonder because they do have three weeks of stuff to mess with you on. It does not have to be a clean cut path to WrestleMania. There can be some speed bumps for Styles and the belt along the way. So they could have done a lot of things tonight, but uh, they had a lot of good moments. This is the thing. A lot of people thought that this was just a jumble cluster, and on paper, sure it was. Um, but the match was a lot of fun. It Everyone... was. They treated it a lot better than they... Because when you see that lineup, you're like, this is a SmackDown main event, but for a title. But they actually made it feel like a big title match. Yeah. It felt and they more had moments for it seemed like it would. They had moments for every person in that match where they gave them a spot where you thought, oh my God. Like... Because here's the thing, they could, in theory, have anybody win that match tonight and then do something on SmackDown either, you know, this Tuesday or the next one to get the belt back to Styles. Oh, I know. And there were moments where (laughs) there was a part where I was just like, if I have to go goddamn watch Dolph Ziggler headline WrestleMania after all these years. (laughs) (laughs) You don't understand when Nakamura made his debut on SmackDown and had that feud with Ziggler to start off. It was just to set up his WrestleMania match, man. (laughs) That's it was all it was in their plans from the get go. No, I mean. What, what, well, we found we, they made Baron Corbin look like a monster. Did you see how far he threw Ziggler in the air? He, oh my God. He, that, like, tonight was the first night he has shined in a while. When he did his deep six, I feel like he spun for four years. Yeah, he did that on Styles, didn't he? Yeah. I think uh, he spun like eight times. <laughs> well, he either did it to Styles or Ziggler, but yeah, Ziggler came in and he threw him like 16 feet into the air. <laughs> Uh, like he's he's like Braun Strowman now where he's just going to be manhandling everybody but look less impressive so um I thought that they um did you how'd you how'd you feel about Dolph Ziggler's new haircut wait don't oh my god did I really for real not notice he got a haircut yeah you're gonna have to go back and watch that before you go to bed well, I'm opening up. I'll open it up now and look at his hair. Like, what? What is it? Like, because he usually has that ramen hair. <coughs> he's got. He cut. He's. It's short hair now. How the? F- he's got like, short. Maybe I don't know how you went through the whole back. match without noticing that. I'm embarrassed. Everybody's gonna be like, "Why should I? Why should I listen to this?" He didn't even notice Dolph's haircut, but he noticed <laughs> Becky Lynch's <laughs> fire pants. That is a good point. Um. So, no, and then I thought that uh, they did a, I loved how the match started with that cool spot with Cena giving the AA to everyone but Styles, and they had their moment in the middle of the ring. I thought they did a good job. Like, really, they did an amazing job. Let me re- correct myself. But uh, they set up the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens stuff going forward. Um, they're full on, like, Shane stirring the pot between those two. It'll just be a matter of they need to give those two a match. Because they think they found a way to make people want to see it again. Do you think, though, if we got it at WrestleMania, they would just, like, do a street fight and just give us, you know, let them just kill each other? They should. They should They should give them a street fight and give them at least 20 to 25 minutes. Oh, because, and just, like, really give, like, one of those ROH, like, yeah. Kevin Steen versus El Generico matches. Because here's the thing. What, if, you, if you look at the WrestleMania card, there isn't that match on the card yet. No, they There's actually no... don't have any gimmick match yet. Right. They don't have like a hardcore match on the card. Let these two do it. 
And then you can make Shane or make Brian the referee or something, make it a loser leaves town match, do something with them. But no, I thought that I loved the dynamic tonight with, with, uh, Zane trying to lay down for Owens and Owens not believing it. And then Zane trying to roll him up and then super kicking Shane in the face. And then Shane, he robbed both Owens and Zane of the title. What's and, uh, Daniel Bryan up to right now? He left SmackDown two episodes ago, not this past one, but the one before it, right in the middle of the episode, saying, I'm going to go home and I'm going to see Bree. And uh, what's the name of his Melody or whatever? What's the name of his kid? <laughs> I, have, I don't Bert, know. Brian's kid. Birdie. There we go. That makes sense. Yeah, so he just left in the middle of the episode. He, he, was, he was annoyed with what Shane was doing, and he just bailed. And he has not been back since. He wasn't back tonight. He wasn't back this past week. Um, so maybe something will happen this week. I mean, th- I don't know. I'm what? curious to see what they do. But they did, they did basically let you know that you're getting Styles Nakamura. So talk about that, man. You now have seen that stuff in Japan, and you're about to see it in a championship match at WrestleMania. You yeah, pretty I mean- well know that. Just know that they have fought each other at the Tokyo Dome, and now they're going to do it at WrestleMania. That's yeah. really wild. And I, it's even more crazy that Vince McMahon's allowing two New Japan guys to main event WrestleMania. We don't know that they're going on last. I think, I think us asking for that is almost asking too much of Vince McMahon. Well, it probably is. I've heard I've heard some stuff in the last week or two that makes me wonder about that because I've heard that they're trying to downplay Lesnar's role because they really don't think he's going to sign a new deal. And at and this point, I think it's okay if he doesn't. I think they're doing a really good job of making him be shitty on the way out to yeah. where people are starting to respect Roman Reigns because of it. They may have found the right way to put him in a better position, so... But uh, yeah, as far as Styles Nakamura, we're getting it. You know it's going to be an awesome match. It's just going to be a matter of how they promote it, uh, what kind of like uh, promos Nakamura and Styles cut each- on each other in the next few weeks. And, Which uh, could be, I know some people have issues with Nakamura's promos. I do. You have, you have problems with it? I do. What do you think um, should, they should do you know, I in don't the build? Think, I don't know his entire history going back to new Japan. I think, um, I don't think it kills him. I I'll say that. I don't think that his promos completely ruined him, but I, I think it's noticeable to the crowd and it's noticeable to me when they do get him involved in a segment where he interacts with other people on the roster. And then he says like four words and then makes a funny face and just kind of walks off screen it's hard to take him like a, like seriously and like as a threat when he can't engage in a war of words with his opponent. Well, I think the, them not letting him have the type of match he's capable of having lately has hurt him as well. Because I just went back today and rewatched uh, from TakeOver Dallas, his debut against Sami Zayn. They had such a good hard-hitting match. They really told like a New Japan-style story where you know it started off slow and just gradually built into this harder-hitting thing. And everybody was so into it. I mean, obviously, it was a mania crowd of people who were there excited to see him. But I feel like they need to give the main show audience that experience. Let them know why he's so good. Maybe even, you know talk about his experience like his stuff in japan yeah 
like I said, the next few weeks are going to be very telling for like people are obviously this is one of the situations where they're looking forward to the match itself. Now it's just about how much they can spice it up. And if there's a guy who can like Styles is the perfect opponent for him in this sense because they already have history. They already have something to work with. So they I don't know. I, I Do you think uh, it's again, a problem like, going into a a mania main event with a babyface babyface match? No. I don't think that's an issue because again, like it's a match people want to see, and and we're gonna see if the crowd's fifty fifty, if they lean a certain way, or they could do a swerve. They went into WrestleMania seventeen with Rock and Austin, and they ended up doing a swerve where Austin turned heel. Um, who knows? They may just let him go. And and I I talked about this on our Twitter account the other day. Um, to me, the reason this should be the match that closes the night is because unless there's something coming that I don't know, this will be a feel-good match. Like, it doesn't matter who wins. I'm pretty sure Nakamura will win. But it's going to be the the note you want to end the show on. Oh, because I, I, I agree completely. Because if, if they go with Reigns and Lesnar, man, like there's a chance that crowd's going to turn on both of them. Yeah, unless they do some really incredible stuff in the next few weeks. Like, if Roman Reigns keeps cutting that promo that he did the other night, or two weeks ago, whatever, this, you yeah, know, to who his knows? face. Who knows? Maybe it could act, yeah, if this week, tomorrow, whatever, he cuts that same promo to Ro- or Lesnar's face and they just, you know, have a brawl. Maybe we're yeah. into it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We know what, what way we think they'll end up leaning, but you never know, man. I mean again go back to what we were talking about we didn't ever think we would see this in the wwe so who knows yeah not at the wwe let alone the main event of wrestlemania sure so i think right now as far as the matches are starting to set up it seems like it's going to be a pretty good show um especially because do you think we're still setting up taker versus cena or do you think that is actually done i i just don't know and that's a good thing they haven't resolved everything yet. There's so in other words, it's not like all the matches are locked in and there's no reason to watch between now and Mania. There's still some stuff to get figured out and that's not a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we don't really know that many of the matches. There's still a lot of people without them right now. But I mean, there's at least a few people that there's still no clarity. Like Braun Strowman, no clarity. Is Samoa Joe going to be back? There's no clarity there. What's going to happen with Cena? What's going to happen with Rusev? There's a lot of guys who like have connections with the crowd that don't have anything set in stone for Mania. So I don't know. So we're going to watch these coming weeks and see who ends up in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. Yeah, I'm hoping that's not what it is. That's where Undertaker's going to be. He's going to be in the that Battle Royal. Yep, he's going to win it. And that'll be their publicity for the uh, documentary on Andre the Giant. Oh, that w- would be way better than Goldberg. <laughs> So would you? I guess overall, you you were a big fan of Fastlane uh, twenty eighteen. Uh, as far as just matches, thumbs up. Good pay per view, uh, especially one that I went into not very excited to watch. They, you know, they surprised me. Had a good time. Me too. Um, and there was some stuff in there I was iffy on, and uh, really only a couple matches I really had any kind of issues with, and everything else was a lot of fun. So I don't know. I like. I think a lot of people were surprised tonight, and. Uh, Hey, this is the last pay-per-view heading into WrestleMania, man. So it's officially... We are on the road to WrestleMania. We are on the the straightaway. 
We're there. We're on the outskirts of WrestleMania, brother. 28 days. You're going. I'll be there. I'll be there. So we're going to be uh, hanging out with the Australians. We're going to be hanging out with our new friends from Chicago. We got, you know, we're... We're making we're, some uh, new friends. Make some new friends. Make some new there. friends. Let's tell them about the podcast. Hey, you do the same, listeners. I I would appreciate that. Do the rate, review, subscribe. If you want to follow us on Instagram at Predetermined Podcast on Twitter at Wrestle Hangout. Uh, follow the the Facebook page. We're having some fun on there. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Uh, tune in next time, which is we'll be Thursday. We'll be back in a couple days. Yeah. All right. See you guys on Thursday. Hit our goddamn See you guys. music.